What up, y'all? <laughs> it's your boy. <laughs> the one and only A-Switch, a.k.a. Put this damn buttercream on my butt cheek. <laughs> a.k.a. The undisputed, uncontested social distancing champion. A.k.a. The taco meat tyrant. I know you see it. I know you see it. I know you see that. See that. That's manliness right there. <laughs> uh, AKA the nigga lip master. <laughs> Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites. Uh, the gaming podcast, solo podcast, where I talk about just that. Uh, today's date is March. 25th 2021 uh ladies and gentlemen happy monster hunter rise eve it's a monumentous event monumentous occasion um yeah man uh outside of that i mean you know the world's still the world of course um but at least on the gaming front, uh, a lot of very unfortunate things, very de- depressing stuff. I, I mean, to be completely honest, but either way, definitely got a pretty packed episode for you this week. Episode 97 as well, by the way, three episodes close. To that good old 100. I'm sorry. I just had to. I had to contemplate my head. I was just. In disbelief. We've come this far. But nonetheless. uh, Without further ado. um, Let's stop the dilly dallying. And get right into it. First topic, probably the most depressing of them all. Xbox Live is uh, now no longer or soon to be no longer. So pretty much um, in terms of uh, how this came to be, uh, this was uh, at least via Tom Warren from The Verge. Uh, I think for some beta testers as well, um, they came across the terminology, um, you know, across some of the UI on the Xbox, uh, where things were referred to the Xbox network instead of Xbox Live, um, which is at least leading everybody to believe that, you know, Xbox Live is soon to be no more. But I think it was also confirmed as well. Uh, Just to read this statement, uh, Xbox network refers to the underlying Xbox online service, which was updated in the Microsoft services agreement, says a Microsoft spokesperson in the statement to the verge. The update from Xbox live to Xbox network is intended to distinguish the underlying service from Xbox live gold memberships. So it's like technically 
is is weird. It's like technically it's not it's no longer the universal terminology for Xbox uh networking, if that makes sense, but is more so kind of niched. I think they still will technically use it for I guess Xbox Live Gold in terms of uh multiplayer that you have to pay for uh outside of, you know, Apex Legends and Fortnite and stuff like that. So it's still weird. I mean, I'd say just keep it, but I kind of get where they're coming from, where uh, since Xbox is starting to expand more um, from expand more from um, just being a console to now, like, you know, uh, getting its hooks in the PC, which is, you know, kind of ironic. It's now starting to kind of get gain footing in the PC uh, uh, area. Um, you know, at least with all the trial and error stuff with, uh, 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 we, we should forget games for windows live. Ugh, ugh, almost, almost puke just saying that, Ugh. um, so hopefully it's for the better. Um, I mean, I would still keep it. I would still try to keep Xbox live as much as possible where you can, since that's, I think such an established recognizable name now within, um, within, uh, the gaming realm, especially, you know, considering how Xbox, uh, at least especially, uh, during initial phases has always revolutionized console network gaming. Um, you know, from that, that standpoint, um, yeah, which I believe, you know, Xbox live had more resonance that way where, you know, uh, when online play was way more novel back in the earlier days, like early two thousands. Um, yeah. Xbox live was way more, I guess. Yeah. Just overall identifiable. Now I, I, I guess I can really see it. Like it's more widespread and the umbrella is much greater. So, I get it. At the same time, I I, I don't want to get it though. Just stay Xbox Live. Stay, stay what I remembered growing up. You know, feels like old, old, old childhood friend. You gotta, you just gotta shoot. <laughs> no reason, no reason at all. You just gotta shoot them. Hey, hey, I didn't tell you this. <laughs> There's a uh, some uh. <laughs> Some demon in the closet, you know. Hey, um, you ain't here for me, but uh, just shoot him. Just shoot him right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do I gotta do this? <laughs> just do it. I don't know. I that's what I assume happens. I don't. Ah, uh, R.I.P. Xbox Live. Um. You, you really helped me out through growing up, but maybe we'll meet, meet some other time. Do we uh, cue the, it, it's been a long day until we meet again. Something, 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 my, my friend. I'm, I am so sorry. I don't know that song. <laughs> I just know the beats of it. You get, you get the idea though. You get the idea though. Uh, and, uh, to keep that, uh, depression, 
uh, depression train of uh, closures and endings of stuff that's been very much rooted to us growing up. Chew, chew. I gotta do it again. Chew, chew. So, a little bit of backstory about that, real quick. Um, before we move, uh, move on. Um, so apparently my, uh, my mixer is just acting up. So it was not my fault. Last episode, it was, it was the mixer's fault. So, uh, human intelligence, one AI zero. Thank you very much. Sorry. I had to get that out the way. Um, yeah. So, uh, next topic of discussion, uh, PS Vita, PS3, PSP. What that got to do with me? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so PS3, Vita, and PSP store supposedly, but more than likely, closing soon. So uh, this was the. Uh, it was, uh, what was it? At least Wario, I think of, uh, oh no, thegamer.com. They basically reported that uh, PS3, Vita, and PSP stores to permanently close in a few months. So, um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, apparently the stores will be closed on July 2nd while the PS Vita store will stay open until August 27th. After those dates, you will no longer be able to purchase digital copies of games or DLC for any of the Sony consoles mentioned. Hugh boy. Um, talk about uh, the realization and the uh, uh, how much it sucks to not own physical media right now because uh i'd say those who are are uh winning right now well i mean <laughs> let me preface that if you even care about ps3 vita or psp which i'd say it's safe to say majority of you guys probably don't but for the few include myself that do uh this still sucks at least I think always, it always sucks from a preservation standpoint, which I'm definitely a big uh, proponent for game preservation and, uh, you know, to keep games intact and um, accessible uh, as long and as much as possible. Um, this is totally horrible. This is kind of the, the, the end of, a, I guess, yeah, end of an era, but like end of a, of a, a more concerning thing of like what this could set the tone for in terms of like, you know, what's going to happen to the PS4 and, you know, eventually PS5, Xbox one and uh series X, even though, I don't know. I feel like Xbox may be better at this, but, um, yeah, it still sucks either way. So, uh, now's the time you guys, you, uh, PSP Vita PS3 owners, but a bottom damn, but buy your, buy your Scott Pilgrims. <laughs> oh, wait, that was, a uh, that was, uh, delisted. Um, I feel like I'm trying to make a point, but actually I was genuinely thinking about that, but didn't remember 
that Scott Pilgrim uh, did get um, delisted like way back. At least now, but at least now it's on current current generation consoles and stuff now. So that is good. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, get your Metal Gears. I'm trying to think of some highlights. Get your Devil May Cry collection. Oh, no, that's on PS4. Xbox as well. You know, hey, now's the time. All right, get your little niche Japanese games that you'll probably never see again, like was one uh Tokyo Jungle for the PS3. Um probably some Mr. Mosquito game, you know, the one Miss Mosquito that's like jumping on people's boobies and sucking the blood out. Don't ask me why I know that, alright? Shut up. <laughs> so uh it, it's horrible though. Uh I may have to may have to jump on that Vita train before it before it uh before it ends before it shuts down completely. I hear I hear there's some bangers. There's some if you are a JRPG fan, you got a lot to look forward to. Nonetheless. Moving on. Um Discord. You all know it. We all love it. It's the other way around. We all, we all know, you all know it. You you all love it. We all know it. Shut up. Um, Is uh, looking to get bought. uh, At least how the story started out. Uh, So we'll read it right here via VentureBeat. Discord is going through a sales process now that could result in a purchase of the communications and chat chat. It's like chat, but got a five after the A in between the A and the T platform for much more than 10 billion. You got to do it. You got to do it. Billion. Billion. 10 billion billion. dollars. That's crazy. Um, Two sources familiar with the matter said that Discord is exploring its options for a sale in the wake of interest from multiple parties that want to buy the company. And one source said the company has signed an exclusive acquisition discussion with one party, meaning it is in final negotiations about a sale. The news comes after Discord raised $140 million in December at a $7 billion valuation. Uh, and to quote here, I know they are in active discussions with a select few parties. One source said the market is in a state where they could command strong double digit billions of dollars. A spokesperson for discord said it declined to comment on rumors or speculation. A lot of things could happen that could change the company's plans, but discord is in play according to our sources. While Discord has grown dramatically and has more than 140 million, sorry, I I missed it, million million monthly active users, it is still in a growth phase and its financials aren't spectacular now. That means it may be early for the company to try to go public, the source said. 
So of those uh, few, I think there was, did they mention the other com- competitor? But I guess maybe just people were assuming at that point, but at least for sure, Microsoft is in the running to purchase them uh, currently, at least as it stands as of now. Um, for 10 billion dollars. That's a lot of money. That ain't no chump change. That's not, that's not, uh, I, I feel very, uh, very concerned, at least initially, because we all know what happened with Skype who used to be by themselves and got bought by Microsoft and things didn't really necessarily turn up for them. So hopefully if Microsoft just buys discord and just buys discord and then just stays, you know, let give, give them the freedom to just be discord, you know, but you know, not have any like necessarily, uh, strict, like, I don't know, leashes, if you will, like, uh, you know, like, you know, of course you can maybe have better integration with Xbox in terms of like, you know, uh, which is actually a pretty cool feature that I think I messed with that. It lets you, it will show what game you're playing on, uh, Xbox to your discord account. So in the same manner as if you're playing a PC game, with discord up, you can also, when you're playing an Xbox, a game on Xbox one, it'll show you in the same way it shows you within the Xbox, uh, user, user interface where it shows like, so such and such is playing, um, my little pony five. <laughs> I'm sorry to, to the, to the 10 people that actually, Hey, wait, no, wait a minute. <laughs> I am. What? I am offended. I hate this. Let me try to find it. Us brony, us bronies won't get a break. That's, I guess that's my impression of a brony. I'm sorry. Not all bronies are like that. I'm pretty sure. I'm certain. Um, and at least further in terms, uh, I think for the day, I think it was revealed a couple days ago, but. It looks like actually that deal with Microsoft is solidifying even more. Uh, Microsoft core is in advanced talks to acquire messaging platform discord, of course, for the 10 billion, uh, as the software giant seeks to deepen its consumer offerings, uh, Microsoft and discord are in exclusive talks and could complete a deal next month. Assuming the negotiations don't fall apart. The people said there you go. So more than likely Microsoft got, got them damn, uh, the infinity stones now, you know, they, what, what with, uh, uh, Bethesda under that whole umbrella obsidian now discord. Who will they take over next? Just wait and see. Just wait and see. All right. Um, yeah, I'm just, as long as they, uh, just give them the freedom and, and not Microsoft eyes it, 
Microsoft Fi's Discord, I think things could be okay. Um, considering it seems apparently they needed to outsource to uh, a buyer from the looks of it. So, cool. Moving on. Uh, PS4. PS4. So, uh, came the news, uh, at least as of March uh, 23rd on via PSU.com that the PS4 clock battery can actually die, which, which I guess, I mean, that's kind of a given, like batteries will die eventually, like if for anything. But the more uh, concerning part is the fact that uh, if it does die, well, if and when it does die, um, it means it'll uh, lose access to all your digital games as well as I think you can't even play like, you know, DVDs or uh, uh, Blu-rays or anything like that until you get the either get the PlayStation to check on the Internet or. Uh, replace the battery, which, you know, you'll need to get some very, uh, like exclusive screws that like, you know, only like you only have only use for a PlayStation four and stuff like that, which, uh, yeah, that sounds like a pain in the ass. So at least, especially when you consider like, uh, the stores shutting down for PS three and whatnot, let's say the same thing happens. What? 10, 10, 15 years down the road again. And you know, essentially these PS4s could potentially be useless if you cannot, um, check the internet, which, you know, if there's no, not going to be any online connectivity for the PS4, um, if that, if, and when that happens, then you're pretty much, I guess for the most part, sitting with a, a brick, uh, if you will, maybe, maybe it'll play, uh, play some, um, some, some videos on your, uh, USB drive. <laughs> if you want to get real desperate. Um, but that's about it. So, um, there hasn't necessarily been any confirmation on this, but it seems like the intention of it is to, was to save trophies on PS4, which in general is just, just an annoying ordeal altogether where, it seems uh PS4 PlayStation's in general trophy system is way more archaic than it should be, especially, you know, compared to the founder of, of this system of uh, incentives to play games, uh, Xbox that, um, you know, it, uh, will basically refer to the system clock to temporarily record the trophy. And then when you upload the trophies, it'll, you know, solidify, um, those trophies up to the cloud. So, which actually kind of sucks when you think about, it. let's say, you know, <laughs> you, uh, hypothetically speaking, trying to get the, uh, the dead, dead rising seven day survivor achievement, which you basically literally have to play the game for like 16 hours straight. Uh, and you know, they get to the, get the achievement and then a trophy and then, uh, you know, they, they, uh, get it and then the battery dies and then technically, <laughs> oh man, I would, I would, uh, I would throw, throw my PS4. 
I threw it. I threw it so hard. Ugh. Ugh, pain. If there was ever any de- description of pain, it would be that. So apparently the error code is CE34878-0. So hopefully that doesn't happen to you. Because if not, who boy, you in for a good time, of <laughs> a good dedicated time of troubleshooting your ass. <laughs> uh, I, I, I hate that I identify with that so much in terms of various random issues I've come across. Specifically, at least in the gaming, uh, gaming room. So we'll see. Maybe it, it seems like it could be something that could be firmware patched, or at least I would assume like Sony may do like a last final update patch before, you know, they send the PS4 off, uh, you know, to the grave, gravelands. I don't know where you, where you go. Rikers Island. I don't, I don't know. Um, so yeah. And I guess to, to read it, to, to be 100%, you know, solidified. So one of the biggest problems you have to be on the lookout for with the PS4 is the console clock battery dies, which has massive ramifications for your game's collection. Specifically, if you see the error, like I mentioned, then you will lose access to all your digital games. As noted by Lance McDonald on Twitter, this comes, comes down to the fact that the PS4 trophies require the internal system clock to be accurate therefore stopping users from altering the PS4 date time to make it look like trophies were obtained earlier than they actually were. Therefore, if the PS4 clock battery stops working, so do your games. So that kind of sucks a lot. Very sucky. Hopefully. I mean, if anything, uh, I mean, I've seen a couple of PS4 teardown videos, which I mean, admittedly, they seem to be very intricate where you have to do a lot of, a lot of elbow work to actually dismantle the PS4 to even probably get to that CMOS battery. So that's, that just sucks. So just an FYI, hopefully (laughs) you're not in that predicament playing dead rising or some game where you gotta, you know, play for 24 hours straight. (laughs) Oh, Oh, the sodium levels, mm. Un, unde, undeniable levels of sodium. At least I, I, I could imagine. Uh, moving on. I guess 27. If I can type. If I can type. Okay. Um, you know, that one game, uh, back for blood, I, I, it needs it. It needs it back for back blood. blood. Oh, I like it. I kind of like that. I wish I could use my auto tune, but you know, it's very broken. So I just like sound like back for blood. Uh, that's kind of cool too. I like that angle. Back for blood. Uh, that's how you gotta say it. You can't, you can't pronounce the D at the end. You gotta just, uh, anyway, uh, back for blood, uh, basically the spiritual successor, (laughs) successor, successor to, um, left for dead, essentially, basically left for dead three. It really feels like, but you know, licensing and whatnot. So back for blood, 
It was originally slated for this summer, like June-ish, I want to say. June 6th, if I if I dare be exact. Uh, let me actually check. Let's fact check right now. Back for Blood release date, June 18th. Okay. June 18th, but looks like it was pushed back uh, via the statement on Twitter from uh, Black from the official black black for <laughs> I hate it the official back for blood man now it sounds like it seems feels like a tongue twister for some reason back for blood back for blood back for blood back for blood maybe not okay maybe it's just me um back for blood's twitter uh stated turtle rock studios is working hard to make Back for Blood the best game it can possibly be at launch. And the team needs more time to do this. Therefore, we will re-release why why would I why did I really like that? We will release Back for Blood on October 12th, 2021. We thank our community for its continued support and are excited to share that there will be an open beta this summer. So there you go. Hey, I'm going to get in that beta though. I'm going to try, I'm going to try to get in that beta though. I know that much. So, I mean, you know what? I mean, take your time. Take your time. Turn around. Take your time. Pastor. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like they really got something special, at least from what I've seen. But then again, I've kind of been somewhat, radio silent on it to you know get a little bit more surprised when that actually releases but at least there is the the beta this summer hopefully i'll try to get into that if it if they let me but um yeah i mean take your time if you if it's not ready it's not ready well (laughs) i'd rather have uh what's a good example of a game being delayed that ended up being pretty good I think Final Fantasy seven was delayed a couple of times. So yeah, let's, let's shoot for Final Fantasy seven remake and not cyberpunk 2077. (laughs) I'll definitely take that. Uh, we got enough games as it is anyway. I'm fine. Take your time. All right, moving on. If I could find where I was going. Nintendo Switch. I know we all can't get enough of it. We just can't. It makes me so wet. Nope. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I was trying to make a pun about water, but it came out just just the <laughs> It came out totally wrong. <laughs> I was not. Well, you know what? I'm going to let it breathe. I'm going to let that breathe. That's my puddle and I'm staying in it. <laughs> all right, man, that is a way to start. off. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so via Bloomberg. 
uh, at least some more details regarding the Switch Pro. I, you, I feel like you just can't say Switch Pro. You got to say Switch Pro. Yeah, you got to put some Switch Pro. Switch Pro. Nintendo Super Switch. I like that. They really, they better do Super Switch. I'll be so disappointed. Um, So, in regards to that, uh, via the summary, uh, the new Switch iteration will support NVIDIA's deep learning super sam- sampling or DLSS, uh, a novel render- rendering technology that uses artificial intelligence to deliver high fidelity graphics more efficiently. That will allow the console, which is also set for an OLED display upgrade, to reproduce game visuals at 4K quality when plugged into a TV, said the people who acts not to be identified because the plan is not public. Um, for the, uh, regarding the better CPU and more Ram, which has been rumored at least now, that's a at least new recent development in terms of it. Um, the U S company's new chipset will also bring a better CPU and increased memory. DLSS support will require new code to be added to the games. So it'll primarily be used to improve graphics on upcoming titles, said the people, including multiple game developers. Bloomberg News previously uh, previously reported that the new switch is likely to include a seven inch OLED screen from Samsung display and couple the console's release with a bounty. You hear me? A bounty of new games. Um declined <laughs> Nvidia and Nintendo representatives declined to comment <laughs> of course so I think we heard about this before but I know uh, at least via Twitter um, a lot of analysts via Taka Taka Takashi Mochizuki uh, a lot of analysts say they expect the new switch will be somewhere between 399 and 349.99. Uh, even with the 399 tag, Nintendo can drive strong demand. Quote. Um, so, there you go. That seems pretty likely. I mean, considering that it's b- a beefier switch. Um, yeah, that's a given. I think. Um, just uh, very concerning, at least currently with the times, which I know we'll get in towards the end, but. I mean, are they going to be able to produce this many is the question, especially NVIDIA of all people who, you know, have their dedicated uh, uh, resources to making these graphics cars that they can't keep in stock and stuff. So we'll see, I guess that's, um, yeah, that's uh, interesting. I'm curious, though, specifically on the the topic of upcoming games with uh, multiple game developers. I remember way back there was rumors about telling people in regards to the switch to um, get their games ready for 4k uh, fidelity. So it's like, it seems like everything is lining up in that regard. Um, Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious to see how the upgrade front is going to be. So like, you know, our already established games, I feel like I know for sure, for certain, uh, Monster Hunter Rise is definitely going to be one of those where it seems like it could be the benefit greatly where maybe, you know, Hey, 
I mean, play our cards right, we might get a little, get us a little boost mode, you know, get that, get that buttery, uh, 60 FPS action going, who knows, but, um, oh yeah, I mean, I feel like it's all but solidified now, <laughs> all these rumors coming from multiple, multiple sources, uh, basically, um, more or less agreeing on the same thing, so, hopefully next time, fight <laughs> the next rumor or whatever we get of this we'll actually get a, a legitimate announcement from Nintendo themselves which may be maybe likely in um probably summer maybe on their own exclusive uh direct event or something like that I don't know but hey it's good to hear though everybody loves the switch we all love the switch okay um yeah, I'm still holding some, <laughs> I'm still holding some bad blood against Nintendo. I, uh, why they gonna, gonna take, take my name like that. I don't really appreciate that at all, but I digress. Moving on. So, uh, judgment. Um, the one game made by the developers that made the infamous Yakuza series, one of the series that is near and dear to my heart. Um, it looks like a sequel is in development, um, for judgment. So we going to see Yagami again. We're going to be solving them, uh, solving the mysteries. We going to be, uh, you know, doing them annoying, um, tailing missions where you, you know, just looking like an idiot, just telling people for <laughs> too long of a time. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm here for it though. I ain't gonna lie. So, uh, let's, uh, read this real quick. Uh, the Tojo Dojo, um, can reveal that we have spoken to a source who has told us that a sequel to the 2018 hit judgment is in development. We wish to stress that this is a rumor. But after doing research into it, we feel safe saying that we believe this is to be genuine. We asked our source uh, for proof to verify what they're saying and was given information that backed up what they told us. After posting about the trademark for something called Lost Judgment yesterday and stating that we didn't believe it was judgment related, our source told us that we, <laughs> what, we was wrong. I think they meant we were wrong to assume that apparently lost judgment has been a working title for the sequel along with judgment sees the truth Sega of Japan taking out a trademark for lost judgment might make it seem like this is the final name they went with, but companies often trademark multiple names and choose which one to use at a later date. Another detail revealed to us is that the game will still feature Yagami and is a trusty sidekick Kaito. The Yakuza series hasn't been great about having characters return, especially when their likeness is based on someone famous like Yagami, who was played by Takayuka Kimura. It's nice to know that we will be continuing our sleuthing adventures in Kamurocho with some familiar faces. We've also heard about others who returned from the original game. The game will also apparently feel much darker. The Yakuza series is normally known for its slapstick humor sprinkled throughout the throughout. And although judgment 
had it in places, it was much more, it was a much more serious story. What we've, yeah, this is some, some grammatical errors. That's what's really throwing me off. What we've, what we described, what we had described to us makes, makes it sound like Igami didn't battle all of his demons in the first judgment. So, um, yeah, that's a lot of interesting takeaways from that. Uh, at least specifically, um, at least what, uh, struck me was the, uh, Yagami, you know, being, using a famous, uh, real life person, uh, in a game, which, you know, probably the biggest example that comes to mind for me is, uh, the Onimusha games where, you know, you had Semenosuke Akeche, I forgot who he was played from. And then, uh, for Onimusha 2, there was a, another famous actor, um, in Japan that was being used as his character, which I'm very curious as to what may possibly played into why, why we maybe didn't get a sequel remaster or a remaster version of the sequel. Um, or that, or that just the sales were bad, but pretty interesting that, uh, yeah, they actually are continuing that character and not just going to write them off or, you know, um, you know, find a generated character rather than, you know, try to go, go for a famous person. So, so it is good with that. I think, uh, I believe beforehand they said, uh, I guess it's not, not been confirmed yet, but I don't see them. I don't see them, um, making this gameplay wise, like, um, uh, Yakuza like a dragon where, you know, it's, uh, it feels like the consensus of that everybody likes it more turn-based than beat em up style, which it, 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 it kills me inside. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It hurts a lot, but, um, considering the reception, uh, from, from, for like a dragon, I think, um, I think it's only safe to assume that this is going to stick to the beat em up roots of Yakuza and, you know, maybe make it its own thing, but it, it, it sucks, but I mean, at least we'll still get, uh, some beat em up equivalent of Yakuza, which I mean, I'll take it over nothing at all. So, uh, it, yeah, it's starting to sink in now, uh, that even though they didn't say it, they didn't confirm it, but it's like, this is probably the most, uh, positive reception. I think they got for Yakuza game compared to, you know, the previous beat em up ones. I feel like it's, it's, it's going to be a given at this point. I don't, I really want to be, I, you don't know how much I want to be wrong right now, but I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I'm going to still play it though, but I'm going to still, <laughs> I'm going to still play with like a, with like a, a menacing grin on my face. I'm like, oh, it's good though. I do like this gameplay. <laughs> pretty much what I was when I was playing all through, um, um, <laughs> like a dragon, like, mm, it's you bought this really cool character. Mm, I like how they all play together. Mm. <laughs> uh, I hate it. I really do. I love it though. Deep down inside. I do love it, but I hate it. I hate it as well. 
So, um, it is good to know, at least very, very good to know. I, I, we've yet to, you know, get any confirmation about a sequel for, uh, the next Yakuza, whatever that is. Um, normally we would have heard it by now, considering like the, like impeccable cadence that, um, Ryuga Gotoku Studios really has. Like they've been like, I think they've churned out like a game literally like every year. Um, maybe they're trying to let, uh, my, my, I guess my other suspicion is that maybe they're trying to let the, uh, uh, recent ports breathe a little bit. Cause I know we got like, uh, we got like a cavalcade of, um, of the whole Yakuza series being released on, uh, steam Xbox, as well as, um, uh, Xbox's PC platform, uh, for games as well. So, I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of Yakuza to take in. You got zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, six just came out. I think this week. So, uh, it's a lot of Yakuza go around everybody. Please eat up, <laughs> please eat up. Mm, it's good. Isn't it? I know you, I know you like it. Don't you? Yeah, you do. I'm sorry. I just, I couldn't resist. Um, yeah. So, Hey, as long as I get to beat people up in the name of justice, Justice. I'm all for it. All right. I'm all for it. Beating up people for justice. It's the American way. Moving on. Streets of Rage 4. Dun-dun-dun-dun. I gotta do it. Dun-dun-dun-dun. 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 I'm sorry. That's the best I can do. Um, Streets of Rage 4. I mean, we 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 getting a little little bit of rumor territory, but I mean it's hard to deny though. Um, so for people that don't know, uh Steam DB is basically like a site that will pull um, information when a game gets updated in some way, shape or form, whether that be like a miscellaneous file or something like that. So uh, what do you know? Um, at least yesterday, uh, Steam DB was updated for a little game called Street Rage 4, uh, Mr. X Nightmare. So, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Mr. X has been like the, uh, I get it wrong every time I'm a, I'm a going to gamble. It's always been the protagonist. Uh, I really, it's going to kill me. It's going to kill me. I can never get it. Son of a bitch. I got it wrong. Antagonist of, uh, the streets race series. Um, except this one technically, uh, but who knows what that may not be the case now, uh, because of this, uh, supposed name title. It's, it, I feel like it's a pretty good indication that this is going to be like the maybe big DLC pack that might include like maybe some new stages, maybe a whole new kind of scenario or whatever, where you get to play against new characters. Of course, I think it might be a given at this point. We might get that Estelle. We might get Max. We might get Shiva. Uh, well, Streets of Rage four versions. Um, 
So, uh, please give it to me. Please give it to me right now. Put it all on my face. I want it all on in my face. Oh my God. <laughs> give it to me right now. Oh, give it to me. Mm. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it, it, it's just the title or, you know, this name, but I mean, it's a lot you could take from Mr. X nightmare. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a given. It's going to be some scenario or some DLC. Um, yeah. Oh, just, I'm just thinking of all the, the, the possibilities. Um, uh, I see somebody in our, uh, in the thread, um, could be a young Mr. X. That would be kind of cool. Not going to lie. Ha 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 ha. But it's like a, like a little kid, like, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. I'd play that. I'd play the shit out of that. Um, yeah. 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 You build your criminal empire, defeating all other crime families in the city, declaring yourself the kingpin at the end, which would then, you know, precede the events of the first streets of rage and going for, oh, that'd be pretty cool. I'd love that. Ugh. Give it to me right now. Inject it in my veins. I want it. Oh, even Rue. I forgot about Rue who made the cameo as well. <sighs> A lot of potential. Also could add the four player co-op. Mm. 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 Oh, I want it. I want it. Just bringing awareness. Uh, if you don't know by now, Street Race 4, uh, one of the best games of all time. Um, Oh, so good. If you're a fan of beat em ups, ugh, quintessential. You hear me? Quintessential. You will be doing an injustice to yourself for not playing Street Rage 4 if you're a fan of beat em ups. One of the best. Ugh. Okay, enough about me gushing. Well, let me let me stop <laughs> let me stop gushing. Let me I got <laughs> got all this gush on the floor. Oh somebody <laughs> Somebody get all this damn gush on the floor. Somebody, who, who, who gushing out? <laughs> Some dad. Who gushing all over this damn floor? Damn it. I just clean. <laughs> I just clean this damn floor. Uh, moving on. So. We've meet again. Um, RTX. 30, 30, 80. Um, that's, that's what lady Dimitrescu was said, would say if you, you know, Oh, that'd be kind of cool if she actually, <laughs> before you, uh, boot up your PC. Uh, so basically, uh, the PC requirements, uh, for resident evil village, uh, have officially been released. Um, so, you know, basically, <laughs> essentially basically what uh a dick measuring contest you know uh for nerds where you're like hey is is, is it big enough <laughs> why did i come <laughs> oh god why i don't know where that analogy came from to be honest <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh no oh no is it big enough mm? <laughs> i don't like it I like it though. I don't like it, but I do kind of like it. Uh, all right. So, um, 
at least let's uh, check the minimum. Uh, minimal wise, of course, Windows 10. I mean, who are you if you don't have Windows 10? Well, actually, I think there's a lot of feasible reasoning to have like Windows 7 in some cases. Um, CPU wise, uh, Intel Core i5 7500, uh, AMD Ryzen uh, 3 uh, 1200, 8 gigabytes of that RAM, uh, NVIDIA GeForce 1050 Ti, 4 gigabits, uh, gigabytes RAM. Uh, AMD Radeon RX 560 with four gigabyte VRAM, uh, DirectX 12. Um, and I believe this is 1080p. It's that 1080p minimum. But if you want that recommended, if you want that, you want that recommended, um, CPU wise, uh, Intel Core i7 8700. Uh, the AMD Ryzen 5 3600, uh, 16 gigabytes of RAM, uh, graphics card wise, uh, NVIDIA GeForce GTX 1070, AMD Radeon RX 5700, uh, NVIDIA GeForce RTX 2070 for 4K 45 FPS, NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3070 for 4K 60 FPS. Uh, Radeon, uh, 6700 XT, 4K, 45 FPS, AMD Radeon RX 6800, uh, 4K, 45 FPS, and the, uh, 69 RX dig not big enough uh um, <laughs> uh i hate it i don't like it but i mean you think about it hey if you got a ps5 series x i think you still you just as good if any though as well so at least for me uh it's not big enough i don't think technically i got an i767 uh what is my pc spec again let me let me do a live live uh, assessment. I seventy seven hundred K at four point uh twenty gigahertz. I think I overclocked that. Uh sixteen gigabytes of RAM, of course. Um in an RTX thirty ninety. Um I should technically be okay, but you know what? I wanna run faster. I wanted to run faster. Um, yeah, they recommend an 8,700, but it is, I have a K, so technically I should be good. So, you know what? I should be okay. Either way, hey, uh, that boy beefy, that boy beefy, I don't know what that means, but take it how you will. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, so, um, with, uh, game pass for PC, um, there's been some, uh, interesting developments, uh, with these, uh, PC versions. Um, let me rephrase that Xbox PC versions of games in comparison to the, uh, steam versions of these games. So at least, uh, some of the first notable ones, uh, is near automata becomes God's edition. So, um, 
what at least a lot of users have uh, found is that uh, this edition uh, it seems to be a vast improvement uh, in comparison to the Steam version, which uh, doesn't have any of the features. So in, in, in terms of those additions, uh, a borderless video setting, uh, Fidelity FX HDR, which I think is huge, uh, UI textures upscaled to 4K. So, um, apparently a lot of that is not in the, uh, the, the steam version or no update, you know, that coincided with the Xbox game pass, uh, for PC version. So, uh, as you would assume, <clears throat> expect, uh, a lot of, uh, fans of the game are uh, not too happy about that. So, uh, you know, due to that, it seems like uh, the Steam version is getting review bombed on Steam. Uh, for those that may not know, in terms of review bombing, uh, is basically when um, a massive—I <laughs> just keep it uh, in my head—I'm thinking pitchforks and torches and whatever. But basically, a, a, a group of people um, in, in mass collaborate and uh, you know give a very negative review of the game with the intention to bring awareness or, you know, a message to some sort. So obviously in this case, being the disparity between the, um, uh, the Xbox game fast game pass for PC version and the steam version. So it's understandable. I mean, do you got a review bomb though? I mean, I feel like there, I feel like there are more constructive ways to do it, but I mean, Either way, they're trying to get a point across that, you know, Steam should have uh, these same improvements as uh, the PC, which, you know, in turn would get people to go over the game pass over the Steam version. So I get it. But uh, yeah, it's. um, I understand it, though. Yeah, it's like uh, it's a lot of disagreement, frustration, you know, especially I, I remember like. Uh, at least read and looking up uh near like the PC version in terms of determining which version I was going to play ultimately. But it seemed like just a pain in the ass in terms of the PC version from what I researched and how you had to do all these mods and, and packs that uh people were uh, making to fix, <laughs> fix the game that square should have been fixing. But <sighs> I digress. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, this is definitely going to bring attention and maybe give us some answers as to why they're doing it. So, I mean, ultimately in the day, it could be way more destructive ways they could have done it. But I mean, uh, of, of the various avenues to bring awareness to it, I mean, I think it's, it's definitely the lesser of uh, the way more, I guess, uh, dire, uh, I guess, initiatives, if you will. Um, but in, in, uh, keeping that, uh, keeping that depression, <laughs> keeping that depression, uh, <laughs> depressing game pass steam disparity train going, choo, choo. <laughs> um, the evil within, uh, as well, uh, did get a new port, uh, for the Xbox game pass for PC version that uh, includes the first person view, uh, new field of view options, new icons, I'm assuming for like uh, button prompts for keyboard or controller. Um, 
and all the DLC and more. So apparently I'm assuming this wasn't in the base uh, Steam version of the game. So yeah, first person mode, fear of option, infinite ammo mode, icons for a lantern slash sneaking in first person view, low to medium options for camera bob, the stamina has been adjusted. You can now run for five seconds at default stamina was originally three seconds. Uh, all DLC included separate achievement list from Xbox. The game also feels less janky and smooth. Definitely worth getting. So, yeah, boy. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you want uh, these steam steam users getting, getting mad at Microsoft uh, for, you know, going, <laughs> trying to mark their territory. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's as big of a outrage with this game, uh, at least compared to near, but I mean, still just as bad when you think about it, you know, just as bad it really is. Um, just interesting though. Uh, hopefully this is not a precedent for, you know, leaving steam people out in the wild and if anything, just say, or just say like steam is going to get these updates at a later date, which still would be horrible, but at least give people some answers rather than doing like a stealth stealth update. And then noticing all these features they added and, you know, racking them up and people are just getting more pissed. Probably not the best way to do it, but you know, <sighs> I digress moving on. Um, I, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. I just got to. Um, Lydia, Lydia Sobieski. Sobieski. Actually, that's pretty close to Tekken's announcer. Lydia Sobieski. Lydia Sobieski. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the trailer dropped over this weekend, um, regarding, uh, the announcement of her character in Tekken seven. Um, uh, it's where she actually is going to be dropped or she dropped this past Tuesday, I think. Um, which I guess we'll talk about in our, uh, in, in what I've been playing, but, uh, yeah, at least, at least going by the trailer, she looks pretty cool. Um, at least to me, she looks like cooler than Jin. I guess because her art, her fighting style is more practical than like Jin's and Kazuya's now. It seems like, at least from what I, um, I'm made aware of, but um, at least also after playing her a bit, she seems pretty, pretty cool also. So, but hey, you know, Lydia Sobieski, Oos, that's what she does. She does, uh, she does that taunt, which is cool. You know, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I guess that's really it. I don't just want to touch on that, you know, uh, moving on though, moving on, <laughs> uh, man. So, uh, at least what I referenced earlier in regards to, um, this chip crisis, Man, it is, it seems to be way more dire than we all anticipated, expected, what have you. Uh, so according to the guardian.com, 
Um, the global shortage in computer chips reaches crisis point. I, I got a crisis, crisis point. point. That'd be kind of a, that'd be a cool game title. I'm not gonna lie. I'd play that. Um, so from their, uh, little tidbits from the document, um, the shortage in chips, the brain within every electronic device in the world has been steadily worsening since last year. However, although production is back to normal, a new surge in demand driven by changing habits fueled by the pandemic means that it is now reaching crisis point. Crisis point. Chips are everything, says Neil Campling, media and tech analyst uh, at Mirabald. There is a perfect storm of supply and demand factors going on here, but basically there is a new level of demand that can't be kept up with. Everyone is in crisis and it is getting worse. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to pause that <laughs> like a movie. Cool. I'm sorry. Um, so going by this, most likely won't see a normal supply until early 2023, which that is, uh, that is crazy. I mean, that is crazy. It really is. Um, I hear that like the biggest culprit, um, is cars since, you know, cars are more essential than like, uh, graphics cars and CPUs and, and, and whatnot. So that's at least been getting some of the priority, but, um, yeah, it's crazy just how this world event is like drastically changed everything now. Uh, that is, is pretty surreal. Never thought I'd see the day, you know, it's like, hard to fathom like man you can't get this if you wanted it right now you know um i mean which is the case for a fair amount of stuff but i guess the widespread effect of it i think is is pretty crazy when you kind of put it in perspective how you know we've never necessarily seen anything like this before at least in this predicament where there's like you know a severe shortage of something that's and more or less very essential in a lot of cases for a lot of people, you know, so better, um, better uppercut, uppercut them grannies for PS five. Cause who boy, <laughs> um, just, let me just put on record. I do not condone uppercutting grannies. That's how you, I, I was just joking. Please don't uppercut grannies. Cause I, you know, some of you TikTok people, you know, might make a challenge. <laughs> uppercut <laughs> what would you even call it I, I, I really don't want to speculate it but I at the same time I kind of do the granny uh granny yeah call it the granny smith challenge <laughs> oh no that's what did I what have I done call it call it the granny smith challenge um you probably make a joke um yeah you probably make the same joke so, you know, uh, people got that, uh, continued, uh, expectancy familiarity with the joke. So it kind of resonates in that, that respect. And then you like, uh, what would you like? Hey, granny, what's, Hey, granny, what's up? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate it. So they'll probably be like, Hey, granny, what's up? I don't know, son, what? These knuckles. 
That's funny, but at what cost? <laughs> uh, we've seen, uh, uh, Bob, we've seen a massive uh, increase in grannies with um, with fucked up chins. <laughs> these uh, grannies coincidentally um, need surgery after these uh, this uh, new TikTok trend is going. Uh, the Granny Smith Challenge. Um, <sighs> I hate Please don't, please don't do that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. It was just, uh, I just had to entertain that, uh, random thought I had in my head and, you know, grow it into something that hopefully won't terrorize the world. Um, I apologize. Um, just sorry. Just curiosity got the best out of me. I'm trying to be a better person. I apologize. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, with that, <laughs> with that, with that being said, um, let's get into what I, uh, what I've been playing. Um, so let me hydrate first, get, stay hydrated. Don't be thirsty. Nobody want to be thirsty. You gotta be thirsty to drink, but still. Don't be thirsty. Won't be thirsty unless you drink something, you know? Um, so, uh, where am I? Yeah, so, what I've been playing the usual, that Modern Warfare, uh, been, been, uh, been not playing as much now, but, I'm at least almost getting a level 60. I think there's a double XP weekend. I swear they always trying to do it on when, uh, some new games drop. They want to try to do these double XP weekends, which is just irritating. Don't do it. Do it like two weeks or something after, you know, you know, a game coming out. Why you gotta, why you gotta do it? Like, <sighs> I hate it. I digress. Um, then uh also played some more of the Monster Hunter Rise demo uh to try to beat Magnamalo, but boy, uh considering like I was talking about last episode, considering the um considering the um what am I thinking of? Oh, the the kind of restrictions they have for that specific hunt and especially the time limit, which is I think that's the biggest annoyance, if anything, where like the time limit seems way smaller than, uh, compared to other monsters. Um, that makes it really tough. Uh, not to mention, uh, which is at least my, which I talked about, I think before my biggest concern going into monster on rise is that you're kind of forced to do this critical route um, in order to maximize your health, stamina and attack, uh, which I hope they at least at the very least lets you create a build or something that lets you like, um, mitigate that or, you know, not force you to do that. But 
Um, yeah, so there's that. So you have to take this optimized route, which takes a decent amount of time. And then, um, when you get to the monster, uh, you know, you barely have that much time. And then, you know, this damn, this bastard keeps like jumping around, shooting his little, shooting little fireballs and doing little, little, little air, the air spins and dives and shit. I hate him. I hate him. Um, I'm gonna fuck him up though in the main game. I know that much because all this pent up frustration, he gonna get this, he gonna feel all these cuts, every incision, <laughs> every, every slit, he's gonna feel it. I hope he does. Um, yeah. So, uh, I still remain defeated with Magnamalo. May try a few times before the game drops, but most likely, more than likely not. Um, but yeah. Then out of, I guess, partial frustration of, of that aspect of the demo, I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and play some more Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, which I played a ton of, uh, since, um, I finally, uh, got my, uh, Deviant Crown, uh, the first Deviant Crown. There's like, I think tears, I think. Uh, you get your first little small Deviant Crown, which I got, which is basically after, I think you defeat your first EX, uh, deviant monster. And then I want to say after you defeat five or six, you get like a slightly bigger crown. I think like there's like a 15, 15 or 12. It feels like 15. I think after you kill all the 15 of the EX deviants, you get, um, you get, uh, the biggest crown, you get the, you, you just, you just basically just put your dick out on the, <laughs> you just pull, pull your dick out on the table after that, you know, say, Hey, <laughs> you go to a job interview, like, Hey, you know what? Uh, this should go on out being mentioned, but, um, I got the, uh, I got the biggest deviant crown on the man. So, I mean, if you want to hire me, uh, hire me right now, I mean, Hey, it's up to you. If not, I got options. All right. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, they, they carried a switch with them to the interview. Like Sean, Hey, I got options. I'm just letting you know that, uh, <laughs> uppercut and grannies. <clears throat> I hate it. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, but you know what? It's like the more I'm playing it, the more I like, I feel like I do really miss. I do really miss, uh, I guess, quote unquote, um, classic monster hunter. It's like some weird, uh, um, masochistic, like, uh, attachment I have to ultimate compared to world that like, I don't know. I feel like world dare I say it like spoon feeds you too much to where like, I want to like be punished for, you know, not remembering to restock my items or forgetting to get my, uh, hot drinks, cold drinks. It's like some masochistic tendency towards this, um, this game specifically that I'm like, I've like, I feel like I've kept coming back to more than 
world, I feel. So, um, yeah, maybe I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just masochistic, I guess. I don't know. Just maybe it's just the, maybe it's the Stockholm syndrome. I don't know. Like just all this, having all that pain and punishment, <laughs> punishment throughout the, throughout, uh, the history of playing my center that like now that world is like, <laughs> what is it? Uh, I forgot. It was something where, you know, it's like this girl. Oh no. It's like, you know, people who get locked up in prisons, uh, you know, are in jail and like, you know, they get out of jail and it's like, you know, they still have those tendencies of being in jail. Like, like, I think I've heard stories of people like not really wanting to sleep on a very comfy, um, a comfy bed anymore after, you know, being in prison and, you know, tendencies of, you know, worse food and stuff, even though I think that's more, um, preference based, but I think that's kind of how I feel about monster. Uh, I hope rise changes my opinion on that, but like a part of me feels like I'm still gonna feel like encouraged to jump back to ultimate, like now and then still in comparison to like world for like the strangest reason, but I don't know. It feel at the same time, this is like generations ultimate is like one of the most like fully packed monster Hunter games in terms of like, I think it technically has the most monsters, um, in game, even compared to Iceborne technically. Um, you know, it, uh, has a lot of my, it does, uh, string the nostalgia strings as well in terms of, um, having a lot of the classic games, like my first, uh, the first monster Hunter game I played that actually got me into monster hunter was, um, generation, no, um, freedom ultimate on the PSP that like, you know, man, this is awesome playing with some friends at, uh, at, um, <laughs> back when I used to work at Cedar point, that was kind of crazy, but, uh, man, yeah, those were some memories, but yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it, it, at least going from by reviews, uh, rise is definitely, um, one of the best since, uh, breath of the wild, which is that's saying a lot. So who knows? Um, but yeah, also, uh, I've been getting back into that gears, man. Them, them, <laughs> them gears starting to spin again. Uh, I've, I've dabbled here and there, but, uh, yeah, for some reason I was like, you know, let me try this, uh, ranked mode, which I haven't tried this season. They did say, uh, with this new season, season six, that they revamped the, um, the ranking system, um, this time, which they totally did, which, uh, I'm totally like really, really enjoying now. Um, at least compared to uh, the last season, it felt more archaic, which I don't know if that was the case or, you know, the expectation, but it felt more, what's the word like definitive, if you will, where I guess similar to overwatch where it's like you play five, six games and yeah, you play five or six games. And then they, based off those six games you play, they determine your rank. So like, okay, the six games, you know, you did pretty good. You're pretty solid. We'll give you bronze three or something. I don't know. Cause, um, at least currently the rankings are, I think bronze, silver, gold, 
Onyx. Um, what was it? It was Onyx and then Diamond and then uh, Master. So with that in mind, they, you know, they rank you there. But to my understanding, like when you when you get your rank after those six matches, that's it. You can't really change or increase it more or less. It felt like I think you could, but it took like I think it took like an unreasonable amount of time to try to change that or improve it, Um, which at least for me, it's like, uh, I guess this is what they, you know, I guess is a rank I got. And then, I, oh, OK, I'm done. You just get a sense of like. I guess semi fulfillment, like, okay, I did what I need to do for this season. All right, I'll come back next season, whatever. But with this format with season six, now it's like you start off from the lowest at bronze and then work your way up. So there's bronze one, bronze two, bronze three, and then it, you know, um, you get the, um, silver, uh, after three and then, you know, so on and so forth for each other tier. Um, but with this one, it feels way more, way more um, encouraging to play than like that format, which I think is probably still in Overwatch, I think. Where, you know, it feels like you're progressing more rather than with that, the the previous format where it's like, you know, you don't really feel like you should progress, but this one you feel like you're encouraged to progress more, which um, definitely is why I definitely play like a, a good, a good amount of, of gears this week too. So, um, yeah, gears is back, man. Gears is back. Um, yeah, I am really, really loving it. Like I was really into gears four, but, um, this one, yeah, like genuinely got me back after not playing. I, I dabble here and there, but not anything like extensively, but this ranked mode really is like fun and like, really keeping me to go, uh, keep playing. And another factor too, I think is also, also the game. It doesn't penalize you for, you know, <laughs> I guess it is not, I am totally not trying to brag now, but I'm just trying to state the facts. But like, if you're hypothetically, <laughs> I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be very modest about it. But if you're hypothetically, uh, carrying a team, you know, your back is hurting. Um, it, um, and you lose, it doesn't penalize you as much, uh, compared to like last season system where it's like pretty much most of the point system was determined on if you won or lost, but this one, it still keeps you in the game. Um, and you aren't, you don't feel as much of a negative, uh, penalty for losing, even though you were playing your ass off to try to, you know, win the game. Um, which I also appreciated a lot as well. I think this feels, this is probably the best ranked, uh, like system I've played in a long time. Uh, you know, based off those factors where it's like, you know, you are encouraged to progress. You get like a lot of XP bonuses. You get like some cool little gun, gun camos and stuff. Um, yeah. So Bravo coalition for this, uh, ranking system. I am thoroughly enjoying it. I am loving it. It is great. Um, yes, yes.
it's time for me to start playing gears again. Got to put my boots on, put my, um, get my Lancer revved up. I'm ready. <laughs> um, also, uh, played a little bit of Hellblade Sinuous, Sinuous Sacrifice. So basically this is the, the one game from Ninja Theory where it is, um, I, I, I think her name is Senua. I could be wrong, but basically the, the game with the girl that's going through her head in terms of like determining if, uh, actually I don't really know the plot that much to be honest. I only play like about an hour or so, uh, before I, I started playing something else, but, um, I'm interested. I, I do plan, uh, ideally maybe, uh, no, I forgot monster hunter. Maybe not. Um, anytime soon, but I do plan to get back to it eventually. But, uh, it had some interesting tidbits of like, you know, it seems like very heavy on like psychosis and mentality and like, you know, fighting the voices in your head, which, you know, I think they also warned you before starting the game. Like this, uh, game involves a lot of, you know, mental, um, mental issues as well as, you know, um, yeah, I guess really just overall mental issues and, you know, touching on that, uh, that topic. So I'm definitely going to get back to it at some point, but, um, yeah, the combat was pretty fun too. You can counter, you can parry. Uh, I mean, Hey, <laughs> as, as soon as you mentioned parry, I'm like, Hey, when, when, let me play right now. You just gotta say parry. You, you don't even gotta say, you just gotta say, parry. all right, let me get it. Let me, let me get it. So, uh, pretty much that's what I've been playing, um, since last episode. So, um, moving to what I've been watching, you already know, you should know, you already know, maybe you don't, but, um, yeah, let's, you know what, before that. Uh, attack on Titan. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to spoil. Yeah. Because of the whole issues with, uh, the, the, um, earthquakes and stuff. I don't want to spoil it, but all I'm gonna say is, uh, Levi, uh, I've said it on Twitter. Levi is the fucking goat. Um, I still stand by that. Um, <laughs> it was a meme I saw on Twitter too. It was like, uh, Levi, with the, um, Levi, as if she was, a uh, New York from, I love New York <laughs> where, you know, uh, Levi was telling, uh, Zeke to read his, read your, read your, read, read, read your fucking book, Levi, read it. Um, uh, or Zeke, my bad. Um, so some things happened where that didn't seem to happen. Uh, so then uh, <laughs> things kind of came back and, you know, it was basically like, you know, Levi, well, you should have read your fucking book, Zeke. You should have read your fucking book. Now look what happened. Just, just because you didn't read your damn book. Now look at you bookless. <laughs> so, uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Levi go, uh, walking dead. Um, damn, I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, this is a pretty interesting episode. Um, 
I think since nobody watches Walking Dead anymore, <laughs> I'm gonna just talk about it and spoil it. Um, this was the interesting episode where it took place with um, Princess uh, King Ezekiel and uh, what is the nerd guy? The nerd guy, Eugene, were all captured, and the one girl with the bow. They were all captured in a, you know, actually pick it up back there. And, um, so pretty much the whole episode, you're led to believe that all these characters she's talked to or they're, they're shown, but at least the big like twist is that it was all in her head. At least the characters that she interacted with technically. Um, and then it, they, they go to show that all the people, you know, uh, were there and, you know, um, revealed that, you know, she was looking for, and then, you know, they knock her head out and then, um, wait till next episode walking dead. So it was a cool episode though. I, I, I give them credit for that, that twist. I didn't see that coming at least, uh, it was a little weird at first, but then now it makes sense after that payoff. So I, I'm still enjoying Walking Dead. I mean, not as much as, you know, Rick was still on, but, you know, I'm still, uh, I'm still enjoying it, admittedly. So, um, of course, <sighs> Justice League Snyder Cut. Uh, yes, full sitting, no pissing. It was great. Uh, personally, I thoroughly enjoyed it. As somebody who was like, mediocre slash lukewarm on the, the theatrical cut thought this was very, very justified, very well done. Totally understand why people wanted to Snyder cut now for sure. Cause, uh, he delivered, he really did. Uh, like all the people that you had no clue who they were, what they originated from their origin story. Everyone had a very thought out, fleshed out story arc. Um, that made sense and, you know, just totally made sense all around. Uh, it, it was to the point where, you know, on top of that, as well as the, I personally, I thought the pecking, uh, the, um, the, the spacing or pacing, I mean, was, uh, was impeccable. Um, because it's like, it was literally to the point where I, I didn't even like, wasn't necessarily looking at the time. I was like, man, this is, I'm in, I'm kind of, I'm kind of invested now. Um, I was actually kind of sad it ended <laughs> to be, to be honest, but, um, ah, uh, yeah, they, yeah, they did a really good job. It, I think this is totally verified. Um, it, it's a shame because it's like at the same time, it's bittersweet because like, yes, we finally got the Snyder cut, but at the same time, it seems like <laughs> we're just getting this tease of something that most likely won't happen, but fingers crossed may potentially maybe some exception down the road, but at least I think some of the people from, uh, Warner brothers, I think they said it's not going to happen. That this was just a, you know, a thing for the fans more or less, or the probably HBO max cutting that deal to give them funding to do this. But, um, yeah, it's good though. It, it, it really is just sad that, uh, you know, this could have been, this should have been, um, I think this is a quint this felt like a quintessential DC movie in terms of matching at least to what my expectation of the comics were, where in comparison to Marvel movies, it's way more darker and, um, 
not as necessarily comedic, but of course it does have those moments. But overall, that's kind of what I envisioned a movie like this would be like for the most part, which um, I definitely think this delivered. I know uh, a lot of people have issues with the four hours, but I mean, personally, it felt like all of that, all of those four hours were very justified in my opinion. Like everything had a purpose for one way or another. Um, at least thinking about it in my head, it's not necessarily one scene I think like they could have totally just cut this out and, you know, it not have any meaning or, uh, enrichment to the story overall. So, uh, man, a freaking redeemed cyborg. He is like, like <laughs> total 180 compared to the theatrical cut. He's like, a, like a pivotal character in this, um, in this, uh, in this cut now, uh, flash is more f- fully fleshed out now. Um, ah, uh, we thank, thank God, thank the heavens. We, we don't have weird looking CGI Superman with the, <laughs> What were they thinking, man? Just in retrospect now, what what were they thinking? They could have, there could have been so many ways they could have did that better. Uh, why would you do that? Just have, ah, <laughs> uh, they were, oh man. Ah, uh, what were they thinking, man? Superman looking, looking just looking weird and off and creepy as hell. Oh my God. So thankfully none of that is, 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 is very far from the movie. So thank, thank goodness for that. (laughs) What were they thinking? Ugh, just thinking about that now. It's like making me mad. This the, you know, yeah, we're just going to do this, but it's like, there could have been so many ways they could have not done that, but I digress. Um, yeah, like even the combat scenes are way more fleshed out. They added like additional scenes and stuff to those scenes um, to give it more impact, I felt. But yeah, as just a fellow appreciator <laughs> fan of comic book movies and stuff, even as somebody who actually, you know, admittedly didn't read like the comic books like growing up in Marvel and stuff, but, you know, just through, I guess, technically osmosis and YouTube research is like, like a lot of this is really fascinating, at least in terms of, you know, how uh, people are writing characters and developments and stuff like that. Uh, at least personally, I felt that. um, Yeah, this is this is very valid. I'm very glad I, I did watch this Snyder Cut because 10 times better, in my opinion, uh, what I thought was like. I thought was like. um. I mean, as a whole, I thought it was like a six, five, six, definitely like a nine, nine and a half. I feel now. So, uh, I, it seems like the consensus is very, uh, um, somewhat, uh, what's the word? Uh, not controversial, but very, uh, diverse. It, it doesn't seem like at least you either, you either loved it or you either loved it or hated it. It wasn't necessarily, it didn't, it doesn't seem like there's a lot in between. It's like you either really loved it or you really hated it. 
maybe there's some leeway where people like were like uh, it was better than the than the theatrical cut. That's it. But personally, I thought is it it it, <laughs> it dare I say did it justice. I'm, I'm sorry. Was, thank you. Thank you so much. So, I mean, hey, that is my thoughts on Justice League, the Snyder Cut. We also, man, we got like a double feature, got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out as well. Um, This was a pretty good episode, a premiere. Uh, You get Bucky, who, um, you know, is going through stuff, the therapy, I guess, post what all the traumatic stuff that's happened throughout, you know. Uh, he got blipped away. Yeah, I think he got blipped away. So, you know, he's been technically gone for five years. How did, you know, they never necessarily explained how that, what happens with that. Cause like, I know in like the Marvel, like previous movies, they, they're blipped. And I think they're blipped to this like universe or something. Maybe, I don't know. It's very confusing, but um, they kind of uh, at least touch on, you know, um, him dealing with not being the Winter Soldier anymore or the uh, a Winter Soldier in terms of the assassin of uh, killing people. And then, you know, they had a very interesting arc about him and uh, this old guy who, you know, you come to find out he apparently uh, killed his son. And, you know, he's trying to hang out with them and keep him company out of guilt, which I don't know. Something about that always gets me at some deep level that, you know, you're just so guilty. You're just trying to console the person that they, you know, were closest to. But, um, yeah. And then, you know, you have, uh, uh, Sam Wilson, uh, Falcon, you know, they had this really dope, uh, intro scene of him, you know, uh, flying and, and, you know, doing acrobatics and, you know, in the sky and having this whole full, fully fledged flight, uh, jumping off, jumping from planes to helicopters and stuff. It was pretty fun, but, uh, it was very weird as the purpose as to why he did it. Cause it seemed like the point wasn't necessarily justified, but either way, I guess ultimately, uh, he got what he wanted. Um, and then they, man, I do appreciate this show. At least I'm very interested to see where they're going specifically with the factor of them. Um, it feels like they're going to touch on some race real hard, you know, which I'm, 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 I'm here for. They're like really going to touch on race and like, you know, the, he, like Sam is trying to get his sister alone for, uh, I think the support, their boat that was their dad's. I think they, he passed away that, um, you know, he's just trying to get alone, uh, you know, and try to use his, uh, reputation as, you know, obviously savior of the earth, earth, one of earth's mightiest heroes and <laughs> do like, didn't, won't even give him a loan. Uh, he's like, Hey, yeah. How do you even make money anyway? Which is like something that like you, you know, that hasn't been explicitly stated on the show or whatever, but or, you know, through the Marvel cinematic universe is like, how do they make money? Actually? Like I, I would, I just assume they got paid or some something, but yeah, it's like they tech, they get paid through the goodwill of others. So 
then yeah, <laughs> do gonna say no. And they're gonna have the nerve like, uh, yeah. Um, can I get your autograph? Can you take a picture with me? Like, no, uh, that's kind of messed up. You could be, which is kind of sad at the same time. You could be like the savior of, uh, of the earth. And, but because you're black, they won't give you a loan, which is that, that kind of hit that, that kind of hit not gonna lie. So I feel like this is definitely going to be a recurrent theme in like some of the later episodes, which I'm definitely, I'm definitely in for. So, um, yeah. So outside of that, uh, who that's what I've been up to been, uh, at least in retrospective now, that has been, a, been a pretty crazy, uh, pretty crazy week. I have to say pretty crazy. All right. Well, I think, uh, that is going to do it for episode. What? Damn. 97. I'll switch your sights. Um, yeah. Uh, if you did like this uh, podcast, uh, feel free to uh, like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Any feedback, good or bad, it's appreciated as well. You can also catch uh, me stream this podcast live on uh, Twitch TV slash a switch. You can also catch the archive of this uh, podcast for those people that like to podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash a switch where I upload uh, every Friday uh, as well. Um, yeah. Uh, you can also catch me on Twitter uh, at a switch as well, where uh, I, I mainly tweet about video games. Uh, if you see a butt cheek, I'm sorry. Okay. That's not my fault that my, my thumb slipped, my thumb, my thumb slipped, you know, it, it just, it just does that sometimes. Sometimes, you know, that may happen. I mean, don't blame me for that. Blame you for seeing that. All right. Who's, who's, uh, whose problem is that? Is it mine or yours? Let's, let's, let's try to dissect what, uh, what, who, who, who's at fault there? Cause it ain't me. It ain't me. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Till next time, uh, don't cough. <laughs> don't touch people that don't want to be touched. Uh, get your game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.